Come Come in. I'm Tammy Grimes. Death is a dream, said a Greek philosopher. Life is a dream, said a Spanish playwright. Death, life. Wherever you go, you get conflicting opinions. Which one of those gentlemen is right? The answer could be either, neither, or both. And before another hour passes, we shall make a convincing case for each of these possibilities. Hello. Uh, I wonder if you could help me. Sure. I'm looking for a Mr. John Crosswell. Oh, I'm John Crosswell. Oh, you sure? Of course I'm sure. I wouldn't want to make a mistake. I ought to know who I am. I'm John Crosswell. That isn't true. What? You were John Crosswell. Oh, uh, Mr. Drama, how do you like those apples? You cannot, says the scientist, ascertain the cube root of an emotion, nor hope to analyze the component structure of an aspiration. But emotions and aspirations, aren't these the very stuff of human life? What and who are we without them? Let us consider John and Louisa Crosswell, a middle-aged married couple. They are quite rich. He is rather handsome. She is passably attractive. They have a comfortable home, an easy life. What could be lacking? What? Indeed. Do you mind not going out this evening, John? No, dear, not at all. It's just that you've been home so seldom lately. Well, things are hectic at the office. Shall I play for you? Yes, that would be nice. Would you rather hear some Chopin? No, 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 this is fine. Are you sure? Yes, dear. Uh, perhaps, um, some list. You just play what you like. No, I want to play what you like. Now, to me, they all sound the same. Oh, dear, I hope you're not bored. No, 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 I'm not. Are you sure? Why don't you just keep playing? All right. I keep forgetting. You really don't care for music. Oh, that isn't true. I love music. I like to watch you play the piano to see how your hands dance up and down the keyboard, how your body sways with the rhythm. Do you expect me to believe that? Louisa, have I ever lied to you? Now, who do you suppose that might be? Now, please don't stop. Hello? John Croswell. Yes? I'm Jean Daly, a friend of Tom McDonald's. Oh. A very good friend. Well, then you should be a very good friend of mine. I just got in. Uh-huh. Tom said, call John. He'd love to show you the town. Tonight? Well, if it's past your bedtime, I'm sorry I disturbed you. Oh, where are you staying? The Maxwell Regency. Oh, that's less than 20 minutes away. <laughs> the champagne will be waiting. That's good enough for starters. Bye. What is it, dear? A friend of Tom McDonald's just flew into town. Now, naturally, Tom said, look up John Crosswell. Well, why didn't you invite him over here? Well, I thought of that, but it isn't really a social thing. Oh, no? They're pitching an ad campaign at a major client first thing in the morning. Oh. Naturally, Tom said, hey, if you really want to know how it flies, run it past old John Crosswell. Oh. So, 
I'll just run down there for a bit and see what they've got. Oh, that's very sweet of you. Well, call it self-interest. Tom McDonald's very important to me. So this is really a command performance. Yes. Yes, I, I suppose it is. I'm sorry I have to leave you alone again tonight. But you understand. Yes, dear. I, uh, understand. <laughs> You know, the last time I was in a place as authentic as this, it was the real thing. That's so? Mm. A little village called Andelsheim. Where is Andel... whatever it is. Oh, in Styria. Where is Styria? It's in Austria. And it's got lots of cafes and things. Just like this one. Oh, I think I'll go back there. How would you like to take me? Sure. One day. How about tomorrow? <laughs> uh, tomorrow I'm busy. Oh, that's the story of my life. What time is it? The witching hour. Oh, midnight already? Is your coach about to turn into a pumpkin? Oh, the evening is young. It's scarcely begun. Why don't I call my wife? Darling. Yes? We have a real problem. We do? These good people have missed the boat completely. Oh? The entire premise on which their presentation is based. Yes. It won't fly. That's too bad. If they walk in with it tomorrow, it'll be a massacre. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Look, these are Tom's friends. Now, I can't allow them to be led to the slaughter. Well, what is there you can do? Just start them over again from square one. That means staying up all night, but I think we can make it sing. John, what's that music I hear? Oh, Oh, well, uh, they had this weird idea of a, of a gypsy tie-in. So I, uh, I was just listening to the tape, you know, to see what I could salvage. And uh, don't wait up here. I won't. I'll be home for dinner tomorrow night. Goodbye, darling. Goodbye. Well, that's taken care of. I told her I had to work. And she believed you? Sure. Does she believe everything you tell her? Absolutely. I wonder why. Well, I suppose because basically she's not too bright. Then why don't you divorce her? Oh, why should I? Who wants a smart wife? Is she at least beautiful? No, not at all. Then what has she got? Money? Uh, gentlemen, shall I tell your fortune? Oh, I happen to know my fortune. Ah, you do. My wife is my fortune. Well, then shall I tell your fate? <laughs> Why not? Sit down, Grandma. My name is Daria. Give me your hand. Oh, we're going to have the old palm reading act. Here it is written. Uh, well, go ahead. Fire away. I, uh, uh, yes? I, I see nothing. How can you see nothing? Nothing is revealed. Please, please excuse me. Where are you going? Hey! How do you? <laughs> what are you laughing at? Oh, step one. What do you mean? Oh, it's a hustle, a racket. How? Well, it depends on how gullible you are. Oh, what is she doing? Oh, she's setting you up. How do you know? Look, I've made a study of these things. Well, but what's the swindle? Well, it's already working. I don't understand. Well, to begin with, you're curious. Not really. Then why are we talking about it? Well, because... Why are you so nervous? Am I? Hmm. The idea is to pique your curiosity, start your thinking, make you worry. But why? Well, so you'll seek her out after a while, try to get her to talk, press her for details. 
And that's when the money begins to change hands. <laughs> Does she imagine that educated, sophisticated people fall for that that nonsense? <laughs> you can catch any fish in the ocean with the right bait. Yeah, well, here's a fish that never bites. Then you can keep swimming forever. I mean, who does that silly old woman think she is? Why are we still talking about her? Why don't we get out of here? Hmm? I thought she liked the place. Ah, it gives me the creeps. You shouldn't let that old lady see. You think I'm you. some superstitious fool? Of course not. You know, I really don't care for that tone in your voice. Excuse me. Uh, cut it out, will you? Look, I'd like to remind you, you're not talking to your wife. I know I'm not talking to my wife. Do you also make scenes with her in public places? Not just a minute. Probably not, because you don't take her anywhere. On the other hand, why should she go? You're good looking, but you're not really much fun. I think I'll go to bed and curl up with a good book. Wait a what did, what I did you do? Nothing. Or everything. Look, your wife chooses to put up with it. I don't have to. Good night. Madam, I want to talk to you. And who are... Uh, Why did you refuse to read my palm? I, I did not refuse to read it. I saw nothing in it. That isn't true. Have it your own way. Now, why don't you want to tell my fortune? You have already said you know your fortune. All right, then, my fate. Because. Yes, because. Nothing. Now, that's your job here, isn't it? Please. To read people's palms? Then read mine. Please, it, it, it is all fakery. What is the difference? I'm willing to pay. No, no, I shall not do it. Well, we'll see about that. Where's the manager? But why do you refuse this gentleman? Please, Milos. Good sir, she is an artist, and they are, you know, how you say, temperamental. So, uh, what am I to do? Huh? It would seem to me that this is a place of public accommodation, licensed to operate by the city. Uh, yes. Then to arbitrarily deny service is clearly a case of discrimination. Therefore, uh, I shall... Sir, 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 Daria, read his palm. But I... Daria! Sir, please sit. All will be in order, huh? Your hand, if you please. Tell me what you see. You are educated, a um, civilized man. Why are you so impressed with this, this mumbo-jumbo? Why? Well, surely you know it is a fake. Well, I always thought it was fake. And now, you do not. Now I don't know. What did you see in my hand? Nothing. I, I tell you nothing. I, I look and I see you. And then I see... Nothing. It is the nothing every one of us becomes when we are taken away by death. What are you saying? You know what I am saying. I don't believe you. Why should you? I am a gypsy thief. What I say to people is all lies, is illusion. You say I'm going to die? All of us shall die. Are you immortal? I'm going to die. That's what you meant when you said you see nothing. Yes. Nothing. You, you don't see me in, in my place in the world, is that it? Yes. Which means that you will still be alive when I'm dead. And you're an old woman. I'll die before you will. I'll be dead within the next few years or... 
Or even sooner? Is that what it means? Yes. I don't believe it. I don't believe you. I wouldn't want to believe her either. Poor John Crosswell. Here he is in the peak of health, the prime of life, and this haggard old crone says that she will outlive him, which means he can die at any time and long before his allotted span. Well, I can assure you that he will not die within the next few minutes, if only because we simply must have him back for the second act. claim a moment of life beyond that which fate has predestined. So said no less a personage than Napoleon Bonaparte. A pity he could not have foreseen his own final hour. He might have arranged many matters differently. But in that case, another sort of history and life would have been in store for each of us. And we might all now be here under other conditions. At any rate, the central character of our own story has just received a rather disturbing intimation of his mortality. And he doesn't like it at all. I don't believe you. Of course not. Why should you believe an old gypsy thief? Why did you tell me a thing like this? Why? It's not even a good taste. Well, that's something you wouldn't understand. What I can't understand is what's in it for you. How can you make any money out of it? Money. Money. Don't play the wide-eyed innocent with me. Please, sir, sir, please sit down. I must respectfully request that it must not be seen. You pay this wretched woman to say these vicious things to your customers? Please, we must not become excited. What did she tell you? Go ahead, ask her. Daria, cuz di chesti. Morisa. Mor... Morisa? Ada, Ada, Milos. Uh, sir, you, you must excuse her. She is very old. That still doesn't give her the right. The, the mind in very old people, it goes here, it was there. What kind of a place is this, anyhow? It is a place in which you are, it is obvious, uh, not happy. So I must ask you to leave, please. There, there is no check. You are my guest. You, you must go. You couldn't pay me to stay here one more minute in this phony joint. Good night. Ada, Morisa, Dalia. Ada, Morisa, Milos. Ada. John. Oh, yes. Did, did I wake you? I'm sorry, Louisa. Well, I, I thought you said you'd be working all night. Well, we... <laughs> We got off to a sensational running start, and before you knew it, we were at the finish line. I'm glad. No one should miss a night's sleep. I'm really very tired. I'm sorry, John. Well, I just want to get some rest. Good night, dear. Good night. John. Yeah? Is something wrong? Why? Well, why should anything be wrong? Well, it's just that you seem... Uh... I seem what? I, I don't know. I better get to sleep. I have to be at the office early. Yes, of course. Good night.
John Crosswell, what do you want? Your life. My life? Hey, what are you doing? No! 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 John! John! What? John, what is it? I was just shot. Killed. You you had a nightmare. No, no, it was so real. Darling. There's something so crazy, so mixed up, so jumbled. But a nightmare. But this was so orderly, as if it were actually happening. Still, it was just a dream. Just a dream? After what she said? After what who said? The gypsy. What gypsy? Uh, um, Some some time ago, we were having a business lunch at this place. And and there was a gypsy fortune teller. What's the difference? The thing to do is is to forget it. Why was it so so real? What did the gypsy say? You're right. We'd better forget it. Oh, it's you. May I come in? I don't think so. Please, I have to talk to you. I have to leave. I have a date. Look, I have to, I have to ask you. What did you think of that fortune teller last night? Why? She said I was going to die. So? Did you believe her? Did you believe her? Well, last night I had a dream that a, that a man shot and killed me. Well? Why did I have such a dream? Oh, I don't know. I mean, could it, could it have anything to do with what she said? Maybe. But how? You're the, you're, you're the one who said it was just a hustle, a, a swindle. Well, maybe it isn't. You're the one who said she was trying to just set me up for some money. But how? What, what could she gain by it? Oh, I don't know. What happened? I thought we were doing fine last night. You don't have a future. You're the kind of guy who will never leave his wife. Look, I thought you understood that I was just out for a little fun. But you weren't having any fun. You hate your wife, but you don't have the courage to leave her. That isn't true. You said she has the money. You hate the idea that it's her money that makes your lifestyle possible. So you make her life miserable. And then you have a guilty conscience. Oh, you don't know what you're talking about. Look, either leave her or stay with her. All the way. Because otherwise you're going to destroy yourself. That gypsy woman. Why did she say I was going to die? And then last night, why did I have that dream? Why don't you ask her? Sir, have you a reservation? No, no, but but, but I might... I am so sorry. Without reservation, we must ask you to... Oh, there she is. I have to talk to her. But, sir, I I must... Listen, listen. Uh, Darya, is that your name? What is it you desire from me? Last night, you said I was going to die. Yes. And then last night, I had a dream. A man shot me. Ah. Now, what does that mean? It, uh, it, it means you are troubled. Well, does it also mean I'm going to be shot? I, I cannot say. You know something. I? What do you know? Go to see one of your doctors. They will cure you. Of what? Of that which is killing you. Then you admit something is killing you. Yes. Tell me what. I, I do not know. That's not good enough. From the look on your face, from the anger in your voice, perhaps it is hate. Hate? Yes. There is a poison in you. It eats away. What is going to happen to me? You know, you're a lot of help. How much do I owe you? Nothing. Oh, good night. Daria. Il Morisa. Ada. 
John Crosswell? What do you want? Your life. No! Again, wake up. You're dreaming. Why not? I... Oh. Oh, yes. That dream. For weeks now, it's been the same dream. I know it's been the same dream. Well, I'm only trying to, to help. Help, help. How can you help? Well, per- perhaps you should see a doctor. Oh, now you're saying I'm crazy. No, no, of course not. You're just disturbed. That's the same thing. John, why should you have such a dream and, and constantly... Oh, that's a brilliant question. Please, darling, maybe... Maybe what? I, I don't know. I, tell me the dream. I have told you the dream a hundred times. Well, maybe you can tell it to me again. <sighs> I am up at the country place. Yes. I'm picking some apples, the first of the season. Uh-huh. And a car comes up. A man gets out. He has a gun. He says, John Croswell, I say, what do you want? He says, your life. And he shoots me dead. When he says he wants your life, do you ask him why? I never have the chance. Who is this man? How do I know? You've never seen him before. Never. What's the use of this? What does he look like? I know. He's about 40. He's tall. He's thin. Dark hair. Is he well-dressed? Oh, my... He looks more or less like a college uh-huh. professor. He has that kind of tweedy corduroy appearance. Uh, and, and you've never seen him before? I already told you. Honestly, Louis. Uh, when you were at college, did you, did you ever have an encounter you with... You have this annoying habit of... Look, I cannot account for this man. I don't have the slightest idea of who he is or why he wants to kill me. And there's no point trying to cook a whole psychiatric stew out of it. Now, let's see if we can go back to sleep. Yes, John, dear. Good night. Good night. John, you say he comes up in a car. I told you. Please, darling, I'm only trying to... You're trying to what? To help, I suppose. Besides, I can't sleep now. Well, if you can't sleep, then why don't you go play the piano or something? I have to get up in the morning. What? What kind of a car does he drive up in? How do I know what kind it is? But you said you see everything so clearly. It's a two-door. A sports car. What kind? Oh, now, please. Just tell me the make. It's a Ramara. And did you happen to notice the license number? Yes, I did. UN3536. Maybe we should find out who he is. Of all the... Will you please go to sleep? Momento! Beatrice! Uh, (laughs) I beg your pardon. Oh, no, I I beg your pardon. Come in, come in. Uh, You see, I I sometimes think, uh, well, of all the people in history... Which one would you like to have been? Cleopatra. Oh, Cleopatra. <laughs> <laughs> and to look at you, uh, who would have imagined I know, that... I don't look like Cleopatra, I know. Well, uh, not at first glance. And I would never give that answer to anyone, but you, you caught me off guard. Oh, you caught me off guard, too. I would have been Dante. Dante? Dante Alighieri. Oh. And that's because of everything that was ever written... I would like to have been the author of the Divine Comedy. And uh, you caught me in one of my Dante moods. (laughs) 
When I saw you standing at the door, I automatically exclaimed, Beatrice. <laughs> she would uh, come to visit him, you know. Uh, Professor Tolliver, you are Professor Harry Edward Tolliver? Uh, just call me Harry. I'm, I'm not one of your students. You're not? No. My name is Louise Croswell. How do you do? Mrs. John Croswell. And now you've just spoiled it. I know we've never met. But finally, that deficiency has been remedied. As I said, my husband's name is John Croswell. Why are you telling me this? Do you know him? No. Have you ever heard of him? I have not. Then, uh, I'm not quite sure. You're not quite sure of what? Of how I should phrase my next question. Well, why not put out a few nouns and verbs and see how they fall into place? We have established that you don't know my husband. Right. You never even heard of him. Correct. You have no objection to the work he does? True. Then, Professor Tolliver, why do you want to kill him? to be relaxing in your living room, minding your own business, luxuriating in your private fantasies, and have a perfect stranger throw a pitch like that one at you. Professor Harry Edward Tolliver is now at bat for the first time in our tale. We shall see how well he can hit the curveball shortly in Act Three. John Havlicek. And Joe DiMaggio, Frank. That's me. Baseball has always been a big part of my life. It's a game where you learn quickly about the value of your teamwork. And that's why I believe in Athletes versus MS. We're putting a team together that can beat MS. Multiple sclerosis. Athletes like Billie Jean King, Hank Aaron, Muhammad Ali, Lee Trevino, and so many others, all are spreading the word that MS is their cause and asking everyone to join the fight against MS. There's no cure yet, but there's hope through research. Join us. Support your local chapter of the National Multiple Sclerosis Society. So goes the old song. Yes, all of us dream. But what do we dream about? Psychologists tell us dreams are dominated by three basic subjects. Love, money, and murder. Things can become fairly complicated. Because most, if not all, murders are committed for either love or money or both. So you see, one way or another... We always wind up with the same old time tested, tried and true motivation. I beg your pardon? Professor Tolliver, why do you want to kill my husband? But I don't want to kill your husband. That is. Yes. Well, looking at you, I can see where any number of men would want to get him out of the way. Please, Professor, I, I, I know this sounds ludicrous. You see. My husband has been having a series of nightmares. He dreams he's in our apple orchard upstate. Oh, what sort of apples do you grow there? Mm, Macintosh, mostly. Ah. Oh, also some Ida Reds and Gravensteins. Delicious. But they have such a short season. That's true. Look, please let me say this. He 
dreams that a man drives up. This man gets out of his car and shoots him. Why? We... He doesn't know. And what, if anything, has this to do with me? Well, the dream is very clear. He describes a man, and you fit the description perfectly. I do? Yes. He describes the car. It is an imported Ramara, and the license plate is UN3536. Well, that's my registration. How do you account for it? I came here to ask... How do you account for it? I asked a friend who's in the automobile insurance business to see if he could find the owner of... Well, I I must respect his confidence and say no more. And you say your husband dreams that I will kill him? Yes, every night. But I wouldn't do that. I'm glad to hear it. Look, will you do something for me? Anything. Could you come with me? I would go with you to the ends of the earth. No, 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 not that far. Just to my house. Oh, that's even better. I would like you to meet my husband. I knew there was a catch to it. Tell him you mean him no harm. That you certainly have no urge to kill him. Why should I tell him that? Well, because it's true. Well, it is, isn't it? <laughs> Well, then why can't you tell him? What'd you say your name was? I didn't, but it's Jill. What's yours? <laughs> if you're Jill, I have to be Jack. Oh, where's the hill? Let's go looking for it. Fred, want to hand me that phone? I bet you're going to call your wife. Oh, did you want to call your husband? <laughs> I wouldn't know where to find him. What's your wife like? If I wanted to think about my wife, I wouldn't be here. Hello? Louise, darling. John! Louise, this client from Minneapolis came in unexpectedly, and we have to take him to dinner. Oh, John, listen. So I just don't know how long... John, darling, he's here. Unfortunately, you know, these things really can't be controlled. John, he's here. Who? Who's here? Who's he? He's the man in your dreams. Huh? The, the one who kills you. Louise, are you quite... The tall, thin, dark-haired man who drives a Ramara license plate, number UN3536. Louise, do you have any idea what you're talking about? He's here, John. I found him. Come quickly. Do you know what you're saying? That man wants to kill me. No, he doesn't. He wants to tell you about himself. Harry Edward Tolliver? I never heard of him. And he never heard of you either. Well, the... The client will just have to excuse me. I'll be right there. Oh, I gather tonight it's the hills of home, as the old song says. Look, maybe we can have a rain check. Oh, sure. Bravo. Thank you. Oh, and also bravissimo. <laughs> Why are you not concertizing? Why? Why are you <laughs> hidden away here, tucked away, buried away? Oh, I, I don't think I'm good enough. Who else doesn't think you're good enough? Your husband? Oh, John doesn't know anything about music. Actually, he has a, a tin ear. He also has a blind eye. Why are you married to this, this dolt? Well, he's really very nice. Nice is not enough. Not for you. For a... 
timid little housewife, perhaps, but not for a woman of passion and blood and fire. I'm certainly not a woman of passion and blood and and fire. You're not? Don't you ever hear yourself play? I repeat, why did you marry him? He's very handsome. And you're very pretty. Oh, no. No. (laughs) If I know anything at all, it's that I'm, I'm not pretty. I should have said you're beautiful. That isn't true. It's all in the eye of the beholder, you know. Why do you say these things to me? I happen to be in love with you. That's ridiculous. Why? You don't even know me. We just... we just met. I know you very well. And we met a long time ago. Is he... faithful to you? Well, is he? (sighs) What sort of discussion is this between strangers? Strangers? I thought we'd settled that long ago. Is he unfaithful? If he is, that would be reason enough to kill him. Louisa, I came as quickly as I could. Oh. Uh, John, dear, uh, this is Professor Harry Edward Tolliver. You're the man. So I've been told. You're the man... You're the man in my dream that shoots me. Am I? How, How do you account for it? Why do I have those dreams? Who can truly analyze dreams? I mean, are we are we connected in some way? Connected? Was there ever some point of contact between us? One that we may not even be aware of? If I have caused you any distress, I'm sincerely sorry. Well, that's all right. I understand. I... I think I'd better be going. You, um... Call for a taxi? Well, Professor Tolliver's car is being repaired, John. We, we drove here and now... Oh, well, I won't hear of a taxi. I'll drive you home myself. No, I couldn't put you to all that trouble. No trouble at all. You know, that dream... I suppose we'll just have to chalk it up as another one of the unsolved mysteries of life. Perhaps. But I'm glad we met. Well, it's good of you to drive me home. It's a long trip. Brother, you came in handy. I did. Mm. As an excuse to get out of the house. Listen, let's stop off at Tumbleweeds. It's a great little bar. It swings. Uh, I don't think so. Well, uh, let me just sweeten the pot. There's a surefire little lady there. Her name is Jill, and I will bet you that she has a friend. Do you mean you have a wife like Louise? And you go looking around hey, for... Hey, pal, the day you stop looking is the day you might just as well be dead. But you're married to... to Louise. Don't remind me. She's the most beautiful... Hey, what have you been drinking? Or smoking? I mean, you're talking about Louise, who is without a doubt the dullest... Shut up. Why stop the car? I'll walk. Hey, what got into you? You don't deserve to live! Ready to go up the hill? <laughs> I had an idea you'd be back, John. Here I am. At your service, Jill. Well, what do you suggest? How would you like to pick some apples? <laughs> apples? The first of the season. I have a little house with an orchard only about an hour away. Oh, I always liked apples. <laughs> Oh, it looks cozy. First thing I have to do is call my wife. Are you going to tell her you're up at the old country house with a new girlfriend? I will rely on the inspiration of the moment. 
Oh, Louise, dear. Oh, Todd. I, I was worried. Are you all right? Oh, sure. I mean, Harry and I stopped to have a few, and after I dropped him off, I made a couple of wrong turns. I got a flat, and, of course, there's no air in the spare. Do you want me to come and get you? No, 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 darling. It's a long drive, and it's late. Look, I'm at a motel, you know, just down the road a piece here, so i better just sleep it off. Yes. That might be best. I'll see you tomorrow night at dinner, for sure. Yes. Good night. <clears throat> you mean she bought that? Yes. And we just bought ourselves a whole day. Now, I promised you some apples. I can wait till morning. Look, all I have to do is step outside that door. Now, why don't you just mix us a drink? You'll find everything you need in that cabinet. Oh, we have some beauties. What would you like to drink? What do you want? What did you say? My life. Who are you talking to? Hey, what are you... No. John! 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 What happened? John! We don't really know what happened, Miss Crosswell. It seems he was there uh, with a lady. I'm sorry. Please continue, Sheriff. Well, he'd gone out into the yard to pick some apples. He got you a nice crop this year. I don't mind telling you. Yes. This lady, she, she heard him talking to someone. And he said, he said the following. What do you want? Hey, what do you... No, no. Then she heard shots and the sound of a car racing off, and he was dead. Do you have any idea who... Uh, a young lady happens to be named Jill Bancroft. You ever hear of her? Her name's been in the papers quite a bit, but maybe not in the kind of papers that you might read, Miss Croswell. Who is she? She's the girlfriend of this fellow Joe Dagon. He's supposed to be pretty high in the underworld. We figured he might have been jealous and just... Well, you know those folks yourself. So far, we can't prove it. Are there any other suspects? Well, we, we got nobody. Can you think of anyone? I... Well, no. Not exactly. Well, we'll, we'll just keep in touch, Miss Croswell. Louise, I just heard about it on the radio. Did you kill him? Why would I kill him? That's no answer. What can I say? He he had these dreams where you shot him. I'm not to blame for his dreams. You said if he were unfaithful to me, you would have reason to kill him. Reason, yes, but ability, no. Are you telling me the truth? You'll never believe me, will you? I don't know what to do. About what? About all this. But can I go to the sheriff and say John dreamed a man named Harry Edward Tolliver killed him? The sheriff would think I'm crazy. It could be worse than that. He could think you're guilty. Me? Or at least an accessory. All your husband did was dream that some man, nameless, unknown, killed him. It was you who sought that man out. Found him. Why? Why? Yes, why? What did you think would happen? Well, I, I just thought I... Perhaps it would be best all around if you didn't go to the police. Yes. I suppose you're right. After all, why rock the boat? Why stick your neck out? We should let sleeping dogs lie. You know what I think you should do right now? 
play the piano. In his memory, do one of his favorite pieces. He didn't have any. I suppose that was his problem. Daria. Ada. Nuspada. Pictura. Ada? Ada. Poor fellow. How did you know, Daria? Daria knows. Daria knows. Ada. Ada, which means yes. But what have we here? A case of murder, which shall go unpunished. I don't know. Nor is it really our problem. We tell stories. It's up to the police to solve crimes. If they find the killer, he will stand trial and justice will be done. And who is the killer? The professor or Jill's jealous underworld lover? We might compare notes when I return shortly. Excuse me, I own that shoe store across the street. Uh-huh. Want to buy it? Well, I'll be honest. I have great shoes, but no customers. So I'm ready to sell the whole thing at any price, you name it. Twelve dollars. Sold. Ooh. Well, now that you own a shoe store, what'll you do with it? Well, advertise. Well, I tried. A lot of newspaper ads, then TV and magazine. Well, I'll probably go radio. R- radio? Yeah, according to the latest studies, everyday radio reaches more people than newspaper, TV, or magazine. How did you What's know? more, radio targets customers. I'll match up the right stations for my dressier line. Uh-huh. Some different stations for young casual. Since radio costs a lot less than newspapers or TV, I'll get good efficiency. <clears throat> Listen, I'd, uh, I'd like to buy my store back from you. Well, at a fair profit. Okay. How much do you want? $156,000. That's a pretty fair profit. I believe it. I'll take it. Radio. It costs less, targets your best customers, and it sells. Radio. Red hot because it works. For more facts on radio, call this station of the Radio Advertising Bureau. They brought you this message. serve as warning, says one group of philosophers. Dreams are nothing but the reflection of the chaos and confusion which make up our daily lives, insists another. We know that the past often replays itself in our dreams. So why, therefore, might not the future reveal itself? After all, no less distinguished an authority than Einstein himself declared that the past, the present, and the future do not adhere to an orderly pattern, but do constantly turn and twist and overtake each other. Check it out for yourself. How often does tomorrow turn into a repeat performance of yesterday? Our cast included Carol Titel, Mandel Kramer, Bob Caliban, and Cynthia Adler. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Preview of our next tale. Yes, Monsieur Zenobi. What is it you wish to say? I, uh, I wish, uh, I wish I hadn't paid you in advance. We would have an encounter like this one practically every day. 
And then, suddenly, one afternoon, something happened. Eureka! Eureka, Mona Lisa! Are you speaking to me, Mr. Yes, Eureka! What does that mean? It means I have found it. You found what? The key. The secret of the smile. With a few strokes of the brush, I have discovered immortality. What does that mean? It means, my dear Mona Lisa, that we shall live forever. This is Tammy Grimes, inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.